And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life, well, that's another, which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the one who will be here with you each and every Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness change maker that is also out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can hear me discussing topics such as my favorite thought-provoking quotes, reading and discussing wisdom from empowering books, playing clips from various inspirational spiritual teachers, sharing a bit of mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and essentially digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a consistent basis. Also, I'm thrilled to announce that the Positive Head Podcast has a new sponsor. And it's a bit of a mouthful for me to explain all the juicy details. So if you've already heard this, feel free to skip forward about two minutes to get to today's episode. When I originally launched this podcast, I made a deal with myself that I'd never bring on a sponsor that I wasn't extremely excited about and that I didn't believe wholeheartedly could greatly benefit my audience. Well, fast forward a little over a year later to Burning Man 2016, where I caught the angelic lightworker Sonia Sophia from the World Tapping Circle facilitating a live tapping session for hundreds of people at once, many of whom, including myself, were either crying or laughing with joy from the emotional release the session had helped facilitate for them. At the end, as soon as I heard Sonia mention her incredible new online platform to help bring the powerful tool of tapping to people anywhere around the world, I knew I had to contact her. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with tapping or EFT, which stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, its praises have been sung by the likes of Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Bruce Lipton, many, many other thought leaders in the consciousness community. Uh, It's an extremely powerful quantum level self-healing tool based on the premise that emotional trauma contributes greatly to disease and illness, and by tapping on key meridians on your body while addressing those traumas, you can release the deeply ingrained energy blockages associated with them. I believe tapping is the perfect physical exercise to go along with the heart and mind work we're consistently doing on this podcast, and it's by far the simplest exercise I've seen to help remove people's energetic blockages. Now, The World Tapping Circle offers a lot of flexibility to join their healing circle, which takes place live every Monday night. I personally recommend signing up for the yearly plan and committing yourself to tapping for the next 12 months. 
Also, Sonia's team has been gracious enough to offer a huge 35% discount off the yearly plan to Positive Head listeners only. This is exclusively for this show. So if you'd like to sign up and receive the special Positive Head discount and get tapping immediately, simply go to worldtappingcircle.com forward slash Positive Head. Hope to see y'all in circle. All right, all you positive heads, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. (laughs) Here we go again. Uh, So good to be back with you all. I have some things and stuff and whatnot to talk about today, as you can imagine. (laughs) And uh, sorry, too much coffee. Um, (laughs) Let's jump in, shall we? Reviews on iTunes. We do have... Um, and let's see here. Who is it? This is Core the Boar, and the title is Destiny. How strange it is to be anything at all. I had learned long ago that I was the master of my own universe during my college days years ago. I became happy and in, con- and in control of my life. That was until the winter rolled around. I lost the girl I loved. My job was chaotic and horrible. People I knew had died, and my body started hurting. I was depressed and blamed my suffering on others, even when I knew it was through my own negativity that was more being drawn in. I knew I needed something positive, so I typed positive into iTunes, and I found what would turn my life upside down. Now, every morning, I wake up with a smile on my face, eagerly waiting to listen to each new episode and take on the world one breath at a time. These guys simply simplify the curious divine comedy we call life throughout an entertaining, powerful, and sweet 40 minutes. Thank you guys for all you've done to keep us loving each other. Oh, what a wonderful review. Uh, So... Uh, inspiring as well, Core the Boar. You have completed the circle of love and you are fueling the fire. You know, I so often have people, uh, other podcasters especially, are you crazy doing five a week? Like I can, doing one is enough. And it's people like you, it's, it's reviews like this that make me get up every day excited to uh, do what I'm doing here because it is, um, to touch your life in any way, I mean, it is the most humbling wonderful it's an honor it truly is an honor to touch any of your lives and of course as i always say i'm just a reflection i really am just reflecting back parts of yourself this is all you this is your show and so you know um share it share it with other people please it um it certainly helps to uh you know reach new people and as we reach new people we awaken more and more parts of ourselves and we're collectively coming together the Facebook group, you know, Positive Heads is uh, very active. And if you're not on there, please get on there. Um, I just love seeing this little, this little group, this little, this little crew, this little tribe, soul family, et cetera, et cetera, coming together and helping one another and helping to uh, collectively reach new people. It's, it's amazing. It truly is magical. And um, yeah, anywho, um, let's see. What am I going to talk about today on the show? Um, 
Well, I figured I would pick up. We're getting close to the end of uh, the seven spiritual laws of success. And I have just thoroughly enjoyed going back and reading uh, from the seven spiritual laws of success again. It's been many, many years since I originally read it. And like anything, uh, circling this information, uh, touching on it again and again, you get new insights. And so, uh, yeah, I figured I would just go ahead and continue uh, with that. So I, I think. It looks like, let's see, we're up to chapter five, the law of intention and desire. And uh, on the main page here, it says inherent in every intention and desire is the mechanics for its fulfillment. Intention and desire in the field of pure potentiality have infinite organizing power. And we, when we introduce an intention in the fertile ground of pure potentiality, we put this infinite organizing power to work for us. Little quote here uh, at the very top. In the beginning, there was desire, which was the first seed of mind. Sages, having meditated in their hearts, have discovered by their wisdom the connection of the existent with the non-existent. And that's from the hymn of creation, the Rig Veda. The fifth spiritual law of success is the law of intention and desire. This law is based on the fact that energy and information exist everywhere in nature. In fact, at the level of the quantum field, there is nothing other than energy and information. The quantum field is just another label for the field of pure consciousness and pure potentiality. And this quantum field is influenced by intention and desire. Let's examine this process in detail. A flower, a rainbow, a tree, a blade of grass, a human body, when broken down to their essential components, are energy and information. The whole universe, in its essential nature, is the movement of energy and information. The only difference between you and a tree is the informational and energy content of your respective bodies. On the material level, both you and the tree are made up of the same recycled elements, mostly carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, and other elements in minute amounts. You could buy these elements in a hardware store for a couple of dollars. The difference, therefore, between you and the tree is not the carbon or the hydrogen or the oxygen. In fact, you and the tree are constantly exchanging your carbon and oxygen with each other. The real difference between the two of you is in the energy and in the information. In the scheme of nature, you and I are a privileged species. We have a nervous system that is capable of becoming aware of the energy and informational content of that localized field that gives rise to our physical body. We experience this field subjectively as our own thoughts, feelings, emotions, desires, memories, instincts, drives, and beliefs. This same field is experienced objectively as the physical body. And through the physical body, we experience this field as the world. But it's all the same stuff. That is why the ancient seers exclaimed, I am that, you are that, all this is that, and that's all there is. Your body is not separate from the body of the universe, because at quantum mechanics, at quantum mechanical levels, there are no well-defined edges. You are like a wiggle, a wave, a fluctuation, a convolution, a whirlpool, a localized disturbance in the larger quantum field. The larger quantum field, the universe, is your extended body. Not only is the human nervous system capable of becoming aware of the information and energy of its own quantum field, but because human consciousness is infinitely flexible 
through this wonderful nervous system, you are able to consciously change the informational content that gives rise to your physical body. You can consciously change the energy and informational content of your own quantum mechanical body and therefore influence the energy and information content of your extended body, your environment, your world, and cause things to manifest in it. The conscious change is brought about by the two qualities inherent in consciousness, attention and intention. Attention attention energizes and intention transforms. Whatever you put your attention on will grow stronger in your life. Whatever you take your attention away from will wither, disintegrate, and disappear. Intention, on the other hand, triggers transformation of energy and information. Intention organizes its own fulfillment. The quality of intention on the object of attention will orchestrate an infinity of space-time events to bring about the outcome intended, provided one follows the other spiritual laws of success. This is because intention in the fertile ground of attention has infinite organizing power. Infinite organizing power means the power to organize an infinity of space-time events, all at the same time. We see the expression of this infinite organizing power in every blade of grass, in every apple blossom, in every cell of your body. We see it in everything that is alive. In the scheme of nature, everything correlates and connects with everything else. The groundhog comes out of the earth and you know it is going to be spring. Birds begin to migrate in a certain direction at a certain time of the year. Nature is a symphony and that symphony is being silently orchestrated at the ultimate ground of creation. The human body is another good example of the symphony. A single cell in the human body is doing about 6 trillion things per second. Wow. And it has to know what every other cell is doing at the same time. If you ever, by the way, guys, a little interjection here. If you ever uh, are looking at yourself negatively or judging yourself as um, small or insignificant, listen to that. I mean, this is what you are. A single cell in your body is doing six trillion things per second. And it has to know what every other cell is doing at the same time. And it does this without your conscious awareness effortlessly. I mean, that's how amazing you are that's how incredible magical i mean that's just mind-blowing isn't it okay here we go back on the human body can play music kill germs make a baby recite poetry and monitor the movement of stars all at the same time because the field of infinite correlation is part of its informational field what is remarkable about the Remarkable about the nervous system of the human species is that it can command this infinite organizing power through conscious intent. Intent in the human species is not fixed or locked locked into a rigid network of energy and information. It has infinite flexibility. In other words, as long as you do not violate the other laws of nature through your intent, you can literally command the laws of nature to fulfill your dreams and desires. You can put the cosmic computer with its infinite organizing power to work for you. You can go to that ultimate ground of creation and introduce an intention. And just by introducing the intention, you activate the field of infinite correlation. Intention lays the groundwork for the effortless, spontaneous, frictionless flow of pure potentiality seeking expression from the unmanifest to the manifest. The only caution is that you use your intent for the benefit of mankind. 
This happens spontaneously when you are in alignment with the seven spiritual laws of success. Intention is the real power behind desire. Intent alone is very powerful because intent is desire without attachment to the outcome. Uh, that's That's a big point. Desire alone is weak because desire in most people is attention with attachment. Intent is desire with strict adherence to all the other laws, but particularly the law of detachments, which is the sixth spiritual law of success. Intention combined with detachment leads to life-centered, present-moment awareness. And when action is performed in present-moment awareness, it is most effective. Your intent is for the future, but your attention is in the present. As long as your attention is in the present, then your intent for the future will manifest because the future is created in the present. You must accept the present as is. Accept the present and intend the future. The future is something you can always create through detached intention, but you should never struggle against the present. The past, present, and future are all properties of consciousness. The past is recollection, memory. The future is anticipation. The present is awareness. Therefore, time is the movement of thought. Both past and future are born in the imagination. Only the present, which is awareness, is real and eternal. It is. It is the potentiality for space, time, matter, and energy. It is an eternal field of possibilities experiencing itself as abstract forces, whether they be light, heat, electricity, magnetism, or gravity. These forces are neither in the past nor in the future. They just are. Our interpretation of these abstract forces give us, gives us the experience of concrete phenomena and form. Remember, interpretations of abstract forces create the experience of the past. Anticip- anticipatory interpretations of the same abstract forces create the future. They are the qualities of attention in consciousness. When these qualities are freed from the burden of the past, then action in the present becomes the fertile ground for the creation of the future. Intention grounded in this detached freedom of the present serves as the catalyst for the right mix of matter, energy, and space-time events to create whatever it is that you desire. If you have life-centered present moment awareness, then the imaginary obstacles, which are more than 90% of perceived obstacles, disintegrate and disappear. The remaining 5 to 10% of perceived obstacles can be transmuted into opportunities through one-pointed intention. One-pointed intention is that quality of attention that is unbending in its fixity of purpose. One-pointed intention means holding your attention to the intended outcome with such unbending purpose that you absolutely refuse to allow obstacles to consume and dissipate the focused quality of your attention. This is a total and complete exclusion of all obstacles from your consciousness. You are able to maintain an unshakable serenity while being committed to your goal with intense passion. This is the power of detached awareness and one-pointed focused intention simultaneously. Learn to harness the power of intention and you can create anything you desire. You can still get results through effort and through trying, but at a cost. The cost is stressed, heart attacks, and the compromised function of your immune system. It is much better to execute the following five steps in the law of intention and desire. When you follow these five steps for fulfilling your desires, intention generates its own power. Number one, slip into the gap. This means to center yourself in that silent space between thoughts, to go into the silence. 
that level of being, which is your essential state. So essentially he's saying, find the gap in meditation, find the silence. Number two, established in that state of being, release your intentions and desires. When you're actually in the gap, there's no thought, there's no intention But as you come out of the gap, at that junction between the gap and the thought, you introduce the intention. If you have a series of goals, you can write them down and have your intention focused on them before you go into the gap. If you want a successful career, for example, you go into the gap with that intention. And the intention will already be there as a faint flicker in your awareness. Releasing your intentions and desires in the gap means planting them in the fertile ground of pure potentiality and expecting them to bloom when the season is right. You do not want to dig up the seeds of your desires to see if they're growing or get rigidly attached to the way in which they will unfold. You simply want to release them. Number three, remain in the state of self-referral. This this means remain established in the awareness of your true self, your spirit, your connection to the field of pure potentiality. It also means not to look at yourself through the eyes of the world or allow yourself to be influenced by the opinions and criticisms of others. A helpful way to maintain that state of self-referral is to keep your desires to yourself. Do not share them with anyone else unless they share the exact same desires that you have and are closely bonded with you. Number four, relinquish your attachment to the outcome. This means giving up your rigid attachment to a specific result and living in the wisdom of uncertainty. It means enjoying every moment in the journey of your life, even if you don't know the outcome. Five, let the universe handle the details. Your intentions and desires, when released in the gap, have infinite organizing power. Trust that infinite organizing power of intention to orchestrate all the details for you. Remember that your true nature is one of pure spirit. Of pure spirit. Carry the consciousness of your spirit wherever you go. Gently release your desires and the universe will handle the details for you. All right. And now to the part where it says applying the law of intention and desire. I will put the law of intention and desire into effect by making a commitment to take the following steps. One, I will make a list of all my desires. I will carry the list with me wherever I go. I will look at this list before I go into my silence and meditation. I will look at it before I go to sleep at night. I will look at it when I wake up in the morning. Great idea. Number two, I will release the list of my desires and surrender it to the womb of creation, trusting that when things don't seem to go my way, there's a reason and that the cosmic plan has designed for me much grander than even those that I have conceived. That's something that uh, Abraham talks about. We talked about, I don't know, a month or two ago in a clip we shared. She says, look, why are you so attached to your ideas? Because your higher self can see so much more of the chessboard than you can. So release these desires that you have, these this intention, you can set it and you can go down that path. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't, it isn't unfolding the way you see, how do you know what's, you can't really see the whole thing. Just trust that you will get exactly what you need, right? Okay, number three, I will remind myself to practice present moment awareness in all my actions. I will refuse to allow obstacles to consume and dissipate the quality of my attention attention in the present moment. I will accept the present as it is and manifest the future through my deepest, most cherished, cherished intentions and desires. Ah, that's a good one. That was a powerful one. A little bit longer than some of the other chapters, eh? But uh, such a good... 
so many good points in there. So many things, you know, one of the things is someone who has a lot to say and talks a lot and shares openly, where's my heart on my sleeve. One of the things that I I've been working on is, uh, what did my friend, uh, uh, Craig or Pablo Miller, you can, you can listen back to one of the very first interviews he talked about spillage or leakage. I forget how he, how he referenced it, but when you're talking so much about your desires or the things that you want to manifest, it sort of takes your power away in a sense, as opposed to building that internal fire. Um, and so that's something that really has stuck with me that, and they kind of referenced here, right? In this, in this chapter, um, really trying to sort of cultivate those things internally. And of course there's a time and a place to share your desires and so forth. But, um, you know, be careful of leakage, just uh, sort of uh, letting it all fly out when you should really be sort of building that those embers inside of you, right? Ah, so another, another great chapter, another great uh, day and opportunity to connect with you all. Uh, thank you, as always, for showing up for yourself, uh, first and foremost. Uh, you are doing it. To be here, to be on this path so much you've went through in this life and even beyond I would say to get to this point it's an exciting time to be alive find that joy find that excitement cultivate that because truly to be where you're at right now uh to be linked into this information this vibration of all the vibrations that are that are permeating our planet you have uh you're doing something right and you are on a you're on a good path and the universe is here to support you especially when your intention is pure you know um wayne dyer says make me an instrument of thy peace or i think i believe that was even from saint francis of azizi wake up every day make me an instrument of thy peace how do i serve how do i you know show up in a way that i can give of myself and when you set that intention you will not only touch others in a way that is so rewarding but you will also, in the process, fall right into the place that you're, brings you the most joy. It's like win, 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 win for everybody. So anytime you're doing anything, I strongly encourage you, what is my intention behind this? Is my intention to take, uh, to you know, better someone, to deceive someone, any of those things? We've all done it. We've all been there in, in our journey. It's part of the growth. But if you catch yourself doing that anymore, it no longer serves you. And you're, you're swimming upstream. You're going ag- against the force uh, of, of, of positive energy that is flooding this planet right now, the spiritual awakening that's happening. If, you're in, if your intention is not in service and in, in pure intent, right? You've got, a, there's a good aim and reason for what it is you're doing. Um, you're sort of uh, fighting a losing battle. And I, I know most of you, tuning into this are, are have turned that corner, but we all have our moments, right? And I just encourage you to always say and look at whatever you're doing. Hmm, what is the underlying true intention behind it? And if the intention is pure and good, you're, you're on one, you're on a good path. It's going to, even if it doesn't unfold like you think, it's going to unfold even better. And that's a big, big, big one for us all to get. All right, folks. I love you all. I'm going to leave you with a Wonderful track. This is by Wild Light, who uh, I played a few Ayla Nerio tracks. This is her uh, project with um, her partner, Polish Ambassador, um, two of them together. The song's called From the Ground Up, and it's a remix of that song by Drum Spider. So, uh, wonderful track. Hope you all enjoy. Until next time, journey well. Love you all.
across the land. We are moving, moving. This ain't no phase to change these bodies made in the way they are. Facing forward, shoulder to the stone. In the morning. 